Something for Visionaries. Something for Visionaries. Something for Visionaries. Welcome to yet another episode of Something for Visionaries. I am so super excited for this special filler edition to mark the fifth year anniversary between myself and my wife. It's been five years since we got married and we actually met 2010 as we were both studying together for our master's degree. Thank God for the journey so far and honestly we've learned so much, so so much that we have decided to continue to bless and share as much as we can and specifically using this medium and this platform to extend our, our blessings and even unto you as well. So let's just jump straight into it today. Um, reading straight forward from Genesis 2 15 to 23, Genesis 2, 15 to 23, you find where God formed a man in his very own image. God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden and God told him to, to till the ground and to provide husbandry, uh, specifically taking care of the, the Garden of Eden um, in terms of the animals and the and things that God kept in custody of him. In Genesis 2, verse 15, specifically Genesis 2, verse 15, the Bible says, the Lord God took man and kept him in the Garden of of Eden to work it and to take care of it to work it and to take care of it I'll um, come back in future to talk a little bit more about how your vision connects to work but for today let me just quickly dive into what I was planning to talk specifically about which has to do with the need for men to have vision the need for men to have vision principles and processes of managing finite resources to produce many more of which God has planted or created in the first case was kept in charge of man. It therefore means that the principles of management and efficiency is already in man's DNA. It therefore means that by exercising his mandate and effectively managing what was kept in his custody, man in the form of Adam is appropriating a God nature fulfilling God's will and extending his kingdom. Adam's work was kingdom business. We need to establish that very quickly that Adam's work was kingdom business. His work was first established in a divine God who created him and gave him the task. Let me add quickly, very very quickly, that Eve was not yet in the scene of events at this point in time. Eve was not there with when God was giving the instructions and setting the mandate for Adam. And we need to understand this very, very clearly that it is man that was first given the mandate and instructions of husbandry. It was man that was first given the ultimate task to take care, to work. Come back to that. No, it doesn't mean that women shouldn't work. Women are helpmates, collaboratively working together with their husband to fulfill the mandates with which God has established both of them for. And I said to somebody earlier that for you to be a helpmate, if you all know, helps are usually stronger. They're usually uh, a lot uh, more equipped to support. How many of us have seen helpers in stores or shopping malls before? Especially those of us who come from Africa, we know that helpers at big shop, uh, big markets in cities are usually bigger and stronger, well built to lift heavy sacks and, and baggages. And you understand from that principle, that simple anecdotal evidence that for you to be an helper means you are stronger, you are well built, you are more thorough. So we don't want to take anything away from the women. They are stronger, they are better, even much, much wiser in many respects than us. But we need to establish here, above all, that the principles and the mandate of working and taking care of is ultimately given 
to Adam. Eve was not on the list of things that Adam was supposed to lord over. She simply was to provide help and to help Adam to accomplish what God had prepared both of them for. We see later in Ephesians 5 verse 25, Adam's ultimate work and man's ultimate responsibility towards the wife is to love, to take care, to nurture, to equip, to strengthen and to empower so that they can do that very task which God has created them for. As a matter of fact, man is not supposed to lord over even anything in the first case. Man is only supposed to tend and to take care. Man is not supposed to lord over human being of his own self. Man is supposed to respect, to serve and to bless humanity with the product of the work of his hand. Adam was not supposed to lord over Eve and by extension, man is not supposed to lord over any human being. We're only placed in charge of multiplying, of replenishing, of renewing and recreating what God had pre-designed and pre-established us for. I need for men to get this very, very clearly. Now, God left the responsibility to Adam to explain the scope, the depth, the implication, the challenges, the benefits of the task that was given to him from the beginning. Remember we're saying in Genesis 2, his, Adam's responsibility was to explain that to Eve in any form or dimension he wants to do that with. It also goes to say that the function of teaching, of equipping and instructing ultimately comes from the husband. We need to get this very, very clearly. Now, man is not supposed to lord over anything. As I said earlier, the responsibility is to work together and to equip and to explain and to teach the spouse what is required to be done. Women are able to collaboratively work together as co-visionaries so that together they can fulfill God's heart, God's mandate with the husband. That is why in Genesis 1, 27 to 28, Genesis 1, 27 to 28, scriptures emphasize that. So God created man in his own image. And in the image of God, he created him male and female, created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moveth upon the surface of the earth. Now, I need to add this at this point in time that whilst that instruction was given to them god ultimate god was ultimately interested as well in the rest of man god is interested in the peace of mind of the male figure in order to help him connect with his purpose and calling god decided to ensure that the seventh day which followed the sixth day of creation was for man adam to rest for man to connect I need to take a quick step back that the purpose for which God created human in the first case was for communion, was for them to have rapport with God Almighty. That's why in on the seventh day when Adam and man was created so that the instruction can be effectively passed across so that man can grasp the concept and have connection with the Father, seventh day was meant at Sabbath day. This is so fundamental. As men, I know there's pressure upon our shoulders to move things, to do things here and there, but God wants us to have time to commune with Him, to rest, to have peace of mind. Through effective study of God's Word and prayer, the male figure understands his true calling as it is pre-designed and preordained by God before the foundations of the earth. Before man was made himself, the work God wants man to do has already been set before him. And if you go back to earlier episodes of this Something for Visionary podcast, we set the, the mandate, we set the, the, the picture clearer. We're saying 
right before the foundations of the earth god had already made everything he was is the one that that set the end of the thing right before the beginning he has set the end of the thing right before the beginning and so it is important that before the foundation of the earth god had already said the work man is to do but man needs to have solitude moments to commune and fellowship with the creator in order for him to see the complete big picture the vision of what that ultimate mandate culminates into and ultimately culminates into god himself and i need to emphasize this carefully because many of us who don't have a grasp of god's word who don't know what we are doing here on earth it is hard for us to live a life of purpose and more importantly because the word of god is the foundation of vision through the god we get revelation upon which our life vision is built it is important for every man to get a god-given vision by having a relationship with the father after creating man and woman on the sixth day god chose that seventh day to rest specifically so that we can get the full instruction it is very key to keep this in mind that before eve was created and presented to adam god also caused adam to go to a deep sleep the main point here is that before every action before every big event take a moment to reflect every action every event requires a moment of solitude so that you can process your actions and receive more unction to function man can i say here emphatically that we need more time of solitude and rest i mean rest in the father i mean absolute surrender to god to take care of everything that pertains to us we need this more than ever before at this time in our generation where there's so much demand when the world is putting so much pressure on us so i was checking the statistics the other day of death rate the, the statistics is showing that men are dying at a higher rate than women and it just dropped it just came to my mind why was that the case i did that the data actually showed that men die almost two or two to three times more than women men die almost two to three times more than women probably the reason is because there's so much pressure on us to push the family forward there's so much pressure on us to accomplish things in the household and to do things and you know compare with our friends and compete but that is not the case let us rest let's learn to rest and enjoy solitude moment in our father and let him equip and empower us for the mandate and the leadership role he has given unto us within our family this is very important don't force yourself to do anything it's not by forcing it's not by arguing your position in the household of leadership is not in exercising of lording or forcing people into doing anything but it's in the place of patience in the place of teaching and equipping in the place of sacrificially laying yourself down just as christ laid down himself even for the church so the scripture encourages us to love and be ready to lay down our lives even for our spouses in this special episode i hope you've been able to grab one thing above all that first and foremost that you were made as the head of the home you need to get your own god-given vision and upon your god-given vision your wife become a co-visionary and she's and help me to work together with you both of you playing 100 percent 100 percent of your task and role within the household so that together you can accomplish the mandate that god has given to you god has prepared and pre-designed a big picture for you study his word get those information that you need for life and godliness in him 
everything is sufficient for you. I described this earlier in previous episodes of Something for Visionaries. Although God-given vision will first narrow your scope and help you to focus on the things that are important, at the end of the day, it expands you through the expansionary characteristics and as a result, you begin to fulfill your God-given purpose. Above all, learn to rest, learn to calm your heart down, learn to always seek the heart of the Father in all things that you do. By doing this, you are able to get higher and bigger unction even for your next action. Above all, I want to encourage you today, get your God-given dream, get your God-given vision. If you have not gotten it before, take time to pray through this podcast. I just want to encourage you, I just want to inspire you that God's word is the ultimate place you need to connect with. And it comes, your vision will come through revelation of the word of God. As myself and Shannon celebrate our 50th anniversary, we just want to take a moment to pray for you that whatever you're going through in your household, God will, over, God will help you to overcome. God will help you to, uh, to take your leadership role and take it in the place of prayer, holding the family together with your hands. I pray that God will empower you, will equip you. For young people who are listening to this podcast, understand above anything else, that your God-given vision is the most important mandate for you to long after even before your spouse or who you are going to marry comes to play as you begin to run and equip yourself in the line of your vision and finding your purpose you find somebody who is also resonating at that same frequency so that both of you can share the same vision and work together to accomplish God's mandate for your life I pray for you God bless you be equipped be empowered be encouraged to run the course of your life be be inspired don't be discouraged lines are meant to fall for you in pleasant places god is opening doors on your behalf i celebrate you and i thank you for listening to this podcast today remain blessed something for visionary something for visionary Something for visionary. 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 Something for visionaries.